Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boy. Hello and welcome back to the Tag Digital Squadcast. Hey. Um, Hi. How are you guys well, doing? Yeah, good. We're good, back. Thanks. Woo. Yeah. Back Happy after, New Year. Back after a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. We sound a bit better now. A little bit better. And I like the new jingles. Yeah. I actually don't know how long we've been gone. Like when, when did I the do. last one April go on? 2020. April. Oh. No, not the last one. That was when we started. April. Oh. Uh, no. When. <laughs> it the last matter. episode was. Yeah. What? Like five months ago? Yeah, well, I, this is I the, don't even know. This is the new and improved version. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it, may, it, it, may, it may not sound like that at the moment, but it definitely will be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I agree. And right, yes. okay, I'm going to go quick five questions. Sounds good. I'm going to start with you, Johnny. Okay. Right, you ready? I can see your paper, but okay. Oh, great. No, it's okay. Go. They're coming from the top of my head. Okay, go. Okay, tea or coffee? None. I could have guessed that one. Facebook or LinkedIn? Facebook iPhone, Android. Android. Is that because you just got a new one? It is because I've just got a new one, but also, I mean, every iPhone's the same, isn't it? So, I mean, okay. every phone's the same, but yeah. Okay, cool. TikTok or Instagram? Uh, personally, neither, but for advertising... It's quick fire. Instagram. Sorry, neither. Great. That wasn't an option. If you had to choose. Instagram. Okay, fine. Eat out or takeaway? Takeaway. Uh, oh... I mean, it right. was quick fire, but that was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, last one. Okay. Bath or shower? Bath. Why? I mean, it's just more relaxing. You like to be in the bath for five hours? Two hours, but yeah. Okay. Where's bath salts? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bath, no, bath, bath salts, okay. Not bubble bath. Bubble bath is... I don't know if Room 101 is still on the TV, but if it is, I would get rid of bubble bath. Mm, can't remember that programme. Okay, right, Jamie, quick fire. <laughs> this is how it's done, Johnny. Right, right ready? Search or display? Search. Spring or autumn? Autumn. Office or work from home? Office. Sport or music? Mm. Sport. Really? That wasn't quick fire. This is a musician saying he likes sport. Virtual or in person? In person. Shirt or t-shirt? Taps off. Mm. Shirt or shacket? Oh, shacket with t-shirt underneath. <laughs> shacket is a shirt jacket. Is that a shacket? No, this is a shirt. Okay. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Okay, so we should probably get speaking a little bit about digital innovations. Maybe so, I think first, do we not need to introduce who you are? Yeah, probably our so, long-standing listeners. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Do you want to introduce me, or should I introduce myself? Um, okay, we, I'll introduce we can do myself intru- then. You can start by telling us one interesting fact about yourself. Oh my god, these questions are always difficult. Ah, <sighs> Johnny, just one. What would yours be? I'm obviously not that interesting. Uh, I'm from Preston. I have a dog called Oscar. Okay, I won't say that I like cats because no one likes cats for some reason. Not the musical. Definitely not the musical. (laughs) 
Right, okay. I think I'll introduce myself then. Yeah. I'm Steph and I'm marketing manager at Tag Digital. So I'm joining the guys in the podcast just because. Why not? She keeps keeps us on our toes. Yeah. Keep everyone organised. Okay, <laughs> and do you want to introduce yourselves or should I introduce you guys? Um, you can introduce us and you need to say one interesting fact about each of us. Well, I couldn't even say one about myself, <laughs> so I'm definitely not going to think of one for you guys. Jamie likes jackets and... Johnny likes long baths. Are they yeah, interesting? Yeah. yeah. Next time we'll think of more interesting ones. Okay. So I think today we want to chat a bit about digital marketing innovations for event marketers. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds good to me. So first of all, the question that everyone's been wondering about, what are your thoughts on Facebook becoming meta, Johnny? Um, it's quite amusing. I think... I mean, I don't know. It's it's a lot of... It's got nothing to do with Facebook advertising, but it's... Um, yeah. They're right. just trying to ch- change their name a little bit, aren't they? Do you think people are actually going to call it Meta? No, but I mean, the company is... The, the platform's not changing the name, is it? I don't know. That's what my question would have been. Yeah. No, it's still going to be Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp. It's the same as when Google changed to Alphabet. Nothing actually changed. Oh, See, people didn't even know that, I don't think. Did yeah, they? I assumed it would be Meta Ads. I actually no, did. I, I genuinely think they will change the name to Meta Ads next year because it's not Facebook advertising anymore. It's it's advertising on Instagram and WhatsApp and Messenger and Audience Network and probably other stuff in the future. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, like if they bring out Oculus ads or something. What's that? That's like virtual reality headsets. I'm demonstrating with my hands for people who are listening. <laughs> Luckily, uh, we're filming it too. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, no, like the headsets that you wear on your face that you can like play games on and stuff. What they're got getting ads on that too? Probably eventually. They didn't buy it just to sell them. Fair enough. Didn't it's all know about that. Advertising. That's, that's quite cool. Today. Yeah. But yeah, uh, in terms of them changing the name to Meta, I don't. I, I wonder what a Metaverse ad would look like. I think it's a little bit confusing, the whole thing, really. It probably is. For people who don't know much about Facebook slash Meta. Ironically, like, if it's a Metaverse, it would probably end up being, like, billboards and stuff. Mm. But in a Metaverse that you're looking at through your Oculus Rift headset. Wow. I know. It's, it's like Inception, do you, do you can try before you buy with For a VR? No, yeah. like, if you're in the Metaverse with VR on and you're getting an ad for like clothes or whatever yeah maybe i mean at the moment you can kind of do that on facebook but with ar augmented yeah, reality yeah. um because they've got spark ar which is uh, how you create augmented reality stuff and you can create stuff on that and then test it out just like using your selfie camera or whatever so like say if there's a like eyeshadow color or something i don't know yeah not one that I've really bought before, but you could like take a selfie video or whatever, and it would show. Yeah, oh, I've oh, yeah, done that with Specsavers. Yeah, I've done that with my glasses. I was going to say, yeah. although it never looks great. There's probably a lot more investment no, needed in the glasses. In AR, the glasses make you look like Elton John all the time because yeah. they're just massive, aren't they? Yeah. No problem there. Looking like Elton John. No, that's true. Are there any audiences you think across social platforms that might benefit event marketers? New ones. That's been introduced. Um, probably not new ones since the last time we did 
this. Um, on LinkedIn, you can now run event campaigns. Like you could always do it on Facebook, but on LinkedIn, you can now do it where you'd set up a LinkedIn event and then run ads that just direct people to that page. Is that the event ads, the LinkedIn event ads? Yeah, yeah. but you can also set up a lead gen form for it and link it to your CRM, which, I mean, That's you could cool. create an audience from that data that you collect, I suppose, which would be fine. Um, How often do our clients have an event on Facebook? Like, have they, is that quite common for them to create an event on Facebook? Because whenever I've like experienced events on Facebook, it's been quite a, like please come to my 21st birthday party event yeah. sort of thing. It's either that or it's like people who are like having raves at uni and stuff in it. It's not really for that. I mean, some people do, some clients set up Facebook events. Um, I think LinkedIn's better suited for it. We've had some really good ones on LinkedIn recently, but not so much on Facebook. Um, Is it the LinkedIn event ads that are new-ish? Yeah, the ones from LinkedIn, they came out in June, maybe. Um, Facebook have had them for years. Yeah, I thought so. I like the look of the LinkedIn ones. I think they're quite good. Yeah, they look cool. And you yeah. don't need to like add your own image. I mean, when you when you create the event, you just add one image to that event to use as the like header thing. Mm-hmm. And then that just pulls through as the ad image. So yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. But in a very long-winded way, that is the answer to your yeah. question, Steph. So, and then you set up those event ads in the back end of Facebook. Yeah. So campaign manager. Yeah. So we just um, take LinkedIn. A, sorry. Just take an organic like event, and then we set up the ads. Um, but yeah, they can work quite well. But it's not really a cool. new. I mean, it is a new audience, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've seen member group targeting on LinkedIn. Member is group that... targeting on LinkedIn is class is that new then um no it's not new but it's something that we've been trying to use more just because um other audience like it comes in like peaks and troughs like some audiences do really well for a bit and then they just fall off a cliff Mm. um which yeah it keeps us on our toes i suppose because we're running so many campaigns it makes it yeah you can notice you can notice the trends because obviously we've got so many running you can notice that job titles might be doing really well for a while and then just fall off a cliff like they used to work on facebook and now i don't think anyone's updated their facebook job title <laughs> like in a while yeah i probably still work at pizza hut and mine so or nando's yeah nando's um i was just going to follow up on a question on that so one of the things we get asked a lot by our clients is how do we or they try and help ask for justification on why the click cost on LinkedIn is so high. And I feel like it's getting even higher just based on the campaigns that we have been running. Do you, do you think that is a trend? And what what can we do to try yeah. and, and bring that down? I don't think it's getting higher. Um, no, I wouldn't say it's getting higher, but it's, it's definitely, like some audiences, it's really specific on what industry you're targeting and stuff like that. So you don't really know until you either start running the campaign or until... Like, I mean, if somebody was to ask us, we've got all of the data from all of the different industries so we could check. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's expensive, but it's probably worth it just because the targeting that you can do on LinkedIn is really good. Um, It's a lot better than what's on Facebook. 
And especially if you're running something like a lead gen campaign, like I was talking about before, um, they just work a lot better on LinkedIn because you've you've got that them like people's up to date information on job titles and the industries they're working and stuff. Um, I don't know what the lead gen forms. I know that we're talking about social at the moment, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the lead gen forms are like on Google. Is it Google or Google and YouTube? Um, I think the plan is to. Re- eventually have them across all the kind of the google network um they're predominantly used across search at the moment um i've used them a few times they aren't the best i would say at the moment um the we are getting some leads in from them but the lead quality perhaps not the best is all i'll say um could you could you explain why they're not the best um i think a lot of them are either the feedback from the client are they're not qualified or a lot of them are just kind of um you know spam or yeah i won't go into the details as you know exactly what i'm talking about but um the spam ones are very interesting yeah um let's just say that they weren't the the clientele that we're trying to attract for this event so yeah um, i think we're definitely keen to keep using them but yeah we just need to i think with anything with google you need to feed google with as much information as possible um for it to work it's kind of optimum um so if we just stopped using them um they're not going to get the information back that they need to improve it for example and the campaigns aren't going to get better it doesn't really harm the campaigns to have lead gen extensions like enabled um don't cost any extra if anything it helps you take up more space within the search results so um yeah jury's still out on those but yeah steph what would you do if you clicked on something on google and then it popped up with a lead gen form would you complete that's a it? good question how many fields has it got on the form um it's entirely up to um the client really um one of the ones we worked with so far really was kind of keen on having phone number and email address and that would be a no from me so that didn't perform as well but the ones that are just um requiring like name and email for example you do get a lot of leads in but then you're met with the quality might not be as good so yeah there's not really any point in getting leads in that are poor quality i think the problem with google lead gen forms is you really don't especially across search you really don't see much of what you're maybe investing in or getting putting your information in for before you like put your information into the form whereas with social it's a bit more visual you can maybe display what what you can expect and things like that but i think people won't want to put in their information that much information if they don't really know what they're getting from it it has to be valuable content they're getting obviously yeah so essentially you click on the form and it pops up within the the search results you don't even touch the landing page until after you filled out the form and even then you don't have to even go onto the landing page so um yeah i think they can maybe work on that improving that kind of if you're running lead gen extensions do you get an, an additional bit of information on your ads for example that yeah showcases can you then link that to crms and stuff like you can on yeah Facebook yeah you can link it? it to your crm um also a wee bit more technical um but you can definitely link it up to to most crms yeah i think that's something that our clients find pretty useful actually um linking up the ads with their crm systems 
I love a good yeah. old CRM system. Yeah, so. get, get Zapier in there, or as Laura <laughs> would call it, Zapes. 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 Yeah. Good old Zapes. Yeah. Um, okay, so, I mean, we started with social there, but we went on a little bit of a tangent, but all useful stuff. So, Jamie, some innovations from Google side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on the recent dynamic search ads that have been released? Um, dynamic search ads, when they first came out, I was quite hesitant um to use them because essentially you're given a lot of control over to google which traditionally somebody who works in my field um the more control you give over to google the less kind of job you feel like you have mm-hmm. um but we have actually been seeing some really good results from them now that we have become a lot more comfortable with using them they kind of more developed they become the longer they've been around they are a lot more powerful so we've had a few campaigns where They've actually maybe been the, the, the second highest con- con- like contributor to conver- conversions and registrations. Whereas when we first started using them, again, similar to the lead gen forms, um, like I mentioned, we weren't getting much back from them. So um, I really like them. Again, you need to approach them with caution. Make sure you're handling your negative keywords um, really closely. Also, Kind of if anything is performing well over there from a kind of search term perspective that you're taking that and putting it into your actual kind of keyword campaigns um i guess a few tips or tricks that i've noticed so far or kind of if, if this is for you or for if not, not for you um it works best when you have like a kind of dedicated website to your event as opposed to um say for example you are a lot of our clients have a lot of events and they all f- like fall under the one website. Um, they don't tend to work as well for those because they work best when you can crawl the full website and promote to any page on that website versus if you're just telling Google, I only want to send traffic to this one page. Why, uh, do, why do people tend to do that? That almost seems quite obvious. What do you Is mean? Not? Why do they tend to only have one website for all one page for all of the events that they're running well say for example like we have one like one client and they run like event a event b event mm-hmm. c event and they they all f- sit under the one domain so it's oh, not, it's, the one domain i thought yeah. you meant one so page. Okay, so yeah fine. um yeah sorry that's some clients right. do put them all on the one page and it's like yeah. actually horrendous right well that seems but, silly. But don't do that. If, you, if you've only got one page on your website dedicated to that event there's not enough information um on that web page for like Google to yeah. find new keywords. So basically the way dynamic search works is you put in your domain and Google will crawl your website like it normally would. Look for kind of keyword opportunities that are on that page that you're maybe not got in your ad account and then bid on those. The only thing that's different is that you don't really have control over your headlines or the landing page that a user is sent to. Most of the time it is the home page to be fair. Um but with that, you're also getting much higher click-through rates because the ad relevance is so much higher because it's, it tends to be that the user search term will appear in the headlines, things like that. So, um, yeah, I think they're really good, to be fair. I think probably what we should have mentioned for the people who don't know what they are is just a little bit about it. And- mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, um, dynamic search ads basically are a way to fill the gaps between your kind of regular search campaigns that we tend to run here um, what they do is you put in your um, your domain like I said and Google crawls your website and uh, identifies keywords on that page 
that maybe aren't within your ad account already and then it will generate ads dynamically based off the back of that so um we've maybe had a bit of kind of pushback on this because we don't a lot of our clients like to control exactly what the ad copy is and what the client sees um but like i said already um the ad relevance we're seeing from that is a lot higher the click-through rates are a lot higher so um yeah i would definitely say that, that's it in a nutshell to be honest cool no, that sounds good squadcast the tag digital podcast so we've chatted a bit about google i think it would be good to chat a bit about youtube which as everyone knows video is huge so we've seen a lot of innovations on youtube am i right in saying that um yeah there's quite a few to be fair um we covered them a lot um the one that I probably would say is the most exciting and the one that I see being most relevant to our clients is the bumper machine. So, um, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not as exciting as it sounds. It to sounds be really fun. Um, but bumper machine, basically it's a solution that's been brought in. Cause I know a lot of the time we ask clients for video, um, obviously the optimum length of video across like any most video advertising is, is kind of short form videos, like maybe 15, no longer than 30 seconds a lot of the video we get from our clients is long form um do you have to cut that then so bumper machine takes that long does it itself you put in your long form video it splits it into um bumper ads so bumper ads are your six second ads that can appear throughout a a video that a user is watching if they're watching a longer video there'll be more more bumper ads in it and they can't skip those they're non-skippable yeah so um Basically, it's a good workaround if you've got a long, not like not a massive like video. Like I'm still talking, maybe like two to three minutes is is probably max. Uh, you can put that in there into the bumper machine, and it cuts it into like six second okay, chunks. Cool. Um, again, it's it's in beta at the moment. I've not used it too much, but I think it will be quite a good innovation. Um, and obviously, shameless plug if. If you do want a custom video as well, we do have the video service that we offer here at TAG as well that will help with all your video needs. Well, it is a bit time-consuming for people. I definitely know from my point of view, editing videos and cutting things in the right place and this and that. So that sounds like it will definitely be useful for event marketers. Um, Johnny, do you think there's... Is there something like that on Facebook, LinkedIn? Um, I mean, there's not really anything like that on Facebook. Video is obviously very important. Um, do they or, have to cut their own videos? Or, yeah, you, I mean, we can do it for you, them. You but. can crop it, yeah, uh, in the platform anyway, but it's better to get them just sent across as they should be. I mean, having shorter videos anyway, we probably should do that because of newer placements. So, like Instagram Reels is. Oh, cool. That's an innovation you missed. That's when I asked. Yeah, I suppose it is. That is quite um, new, is it not, in, in yeah. Instagram Reels? I mean, the ads, it's, I don't know how long it's been out because it sounds very bad, but I don't use Instagram because I'm, I, I mean, people don't well, need to see pictures of my face. From a personal perspective. Yeah. Oh, I use it. Yeah, Instagram's perfectly good for advertising. Um, you just won't find Do you find that there. Instagram is a younger audience? Um, no, not necessarily. Everybody's on Instagram yeah. now. Um, I'd say it's quite a diverse yeah, audience. Jamie's like 55 and he's on there, so... No. Yeah. I, I love Instagram, though. Are you talking um, about this, Jamie? Yeah, By this the way, Jamie. for all the listeners, he's actually yeah. not 55. I like Instagram definitely more so than Facebook. I think, I don't, I mean, 
me personally, I don't really go on Facebook very often now, but you've, no. you've even in our campaigns we've run, you've noticed a big kind of uplift in Instagram. Yeah. Like, like from over the last couple of years, I'd say. Yeah, it's yeah. 100% work. Yeah, yeah they do. From like, my point I, of view, I've definitely ended up buying stuff because of Instagram ads. I know exactly what they're doing, but <laughs> like, I just can't resist. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I personally go on Facebook like a couple of times maybe a week versus I'm probably on Instagram every day. <laughs> like it's, it's probably why I've never got it because I, I would probably end up on it all the time. Like yeah. I'm like that with Twitter as well. But with Instagram, I've been here for nearly four years now. And when I first joined, like there wasn't that many conversions that were coming in from Instagram. And now you can see like well over 50% of conversions from like Facebook and Instagram yeah. coming from Instagram. It's just annoying that since the iOS update, we can't see that breakdown straight in the platform. So we need to do it through like Google Analytics and stuff. So is that I, difficult to set Tim up? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not difficult to set up. We just need to like we UTM tag all of our campaigns anyway. Um, and you can have it so that it dynamically inserts either FB for Facebook, IG for Instagram. Um, I don't know what Messenger is. It's probably MS. And then Audience Network is AN, I think. Um, so, yeah, it just you can dynamically insert it wherever you want, so like as content or campaign or whatever. Um, so, yeah, we, we can do that. I just wish that Facebook would introduce, like, being able to dynamically insert Facebook instead of FB because then we could use it as the source. Yeah. Source. Um, then we could use it straight as the source and it would be a lot better. So if Mark Zuckerberg is listening or who else works at Facebook, the former leader of the Liberal Democrats, can't remember his name, Nick Clegg. Sorry, not mm -hmm. Facebook, Meta. Uh, oh, yeah. If Nick Clegg or Mark Zuckerberg are listening, please change it so that we can add our own dynamic UTMs because it's really annoying. Yeah, that does sound very annoying. Um, so are there any new platforms that have come into action recently that you think would be worth considering for event marketers? TikTok. TikTok. That's a younger audience, no? It's a, young, it's a younger audience, but events are for younger people too. Yeah. Like we've, we're doing some of the events that we're doing in the Middle East at the moment are aimed at some younger, like younger audiences. And we're going to be using TikTok, uh, Reddit as well, which mm. has changed the way it works a little bit. I, yeah. Whenever we last looked at it, it was keyword based. Yeah, I've run a few rads, a few, few rads, rads. a few uh, ads red. across Reddit um, and kind of quite many moons ago, I would say. Um, and it used to be just a pure duplicate of Google ads, to be honest, um, with Reddit on it. Yeah, I, ho I hope they don't hear I'd that. I'd actually but, never um, heard of Reddit until yeah, that's last where you that's where you'll find me and Johnny. Yeah, we're okay. on Reddit, not cool. on Instagram, but I am on Reddit. Okay. But it's going to be really good for like we need to explore it more because they've now got a lot of interest based targeting. They've got um, subreddit based targeting, so you're interested in hockey, so there'll be a hockey subreddit on there that'll have like hundreds of thousands of people on there. So if you were selling, if you had a hockey event, I don't know, hockey sticks world. <laughs> yeah. Is it a hockey stick? Yeah, it's a hockey stick. This yeah. is not ice hockey. No, not field ice hockey. hockey. No. Uh, I'm not very good. Sorry. But you could call I do it like field hockey. hockey stick world mm. 2022. 
Yeah, you could call it that. Um, Not so well, catchy, if you, but if you were advertising for Field Hockey Stick World 2022, you could just <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, find subreddits and people that are interested in that. And okay, yeah. so this sounds a bit similar to Pinterest. No, mm, no, it's it's more of like a a forum. So okay. It, it, it's more there. I mean, there's very few images well, that I see on there's Reddit. There's a lot of images. Okay, so how do oh, the really? ads? Come I'm on up? the wrong subreddit then. Mm. Yeah. How do ads come up then on Reddit? How do we see them? Uh, so there's two places they can come up. They either come up just integrated into the feed because there's like a feed. It's more just like links off to other websites or text posts, um, and they're they're all in like strips across the page. Almost like Google search results, but yeah. kind of closer they're together. A bit, they're a bit more native. So you, yeah, like native meaning that you kind of almost can't tell it's an ad mm-hmm. until you've clicked on it. Yeah, um, it says promoted, but you can't really tell. And then yeah. there's also ads in the right-hand column, like Facebook. Okay, yeah. so have you seen conversions through Reddit? Um, yet. No, not yet. Early it's days. Not, it's early days. It's not something that we've traditionally used. Um, You've heard it here first. Heard it here first. Yeah. And yeah, it's something that I think we should, we will be using it and suggesting it to clients a lot more in the future just because if there's an event that's really niche, then it's something that I think we need to to explore just based on, on the size of the subreddit. Squadcast. The Tag Digital Podcast. That's all that we have time for today. So thanks everyone for listening. It's been fun doing this again. You know, it's and good to be back. Yeah, it's so nice to be back. Well, back it's also stronger. nice to be involved this yeah. time. You're in it for the long run now, Steph. Yeah, so just make sure you subscribe because we've got lots more exciting episodes to come. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Listen to the Squadcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.